Welcome to Big Business with Sarah, the show for experienced entrepreneurs who want to grow their impact and income through value-based outputs. Are you a freelancer or a small business owner with 10 to 20 years of work experience? And is it finally time for you to reap the fruits of your labor and to recreate the business you will love? My name is Sarah Birkenkamp and I'm helping you every Thursday to take your dream business closer to reality. Do not forget to subscribe to my show and catch every episode. Welcome to episode two of Big Business with Sarah. Thank you so much for listening and watching if you're watching on YouTube. Um, this is an introduction episode and this podcast series is all about value and helping you. But maybe it's fun to know who is giving you all this value weekly. Um, then this episode is for you. Feel free to skip this and continue to the next episode. You're always welcome to come back to this. Um, and maybe you're listening this one year later uh, after this, uh, once I've dropped 52 episodes and you still wanted to get that introduction. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I have one more trigger warning for you. I am sharing many personal things here. Uh, if you're not ready for this, then stop listening. Well, now that it's just us, let's get going. My name is Sarah Birkenkamp. I'm 36. Actually, I'm recording this while I'm still 35. <laughs> I'm an Aquarius. Um, I live in Amsterdam, which is the capital of the Netherlands. I do not smoke weed or smoke at all, but I do cycle every day to go to friends, museums and bars. I'm working from home here in Amsterdam West. You can see it when you're watching the YouTube video. And I live here with my husband, Hugo, and our two cats, Bamboo and Ludo. And I'm not really sure. I hope they're never doing it. <laughs> but there might come some meow in some episodes because they're very, very curious ragdolls. And actually, the intro of this episode is my song, which I have written for my cat, Bamboo, which was, is a total inspiration and muse. And you can also find it on Spotify. <laughs> I was born in Groes, which is in the Netherlands, in the south of the Netherlands. And my mother raised me alone since my father uh, was not able to take care of us, unfortunately. And I think that completely shaped me as the person I am now. I think unconsciously I felt this very early on, but later on in my teenage years, I really wanted to make sure to be financially independent. Um, I realized, uh, so my parents got divorced when I was very, very young. My mother all of a sudden had to take care of me and also pay all the bills. And I guess really for me, that was, um, yeah, that really kind of triggered something. So when I was 10, I was highly influenced by the Spice Girls and girl power. And my feminism was officially launched. Not that I hate men at all. But I'm just very much into female power. And that's also want to, what I want to share with you and want to give you in this podcast. I've been an activist since forever. I never really called myself an activist. But when I, once I was preparing this, I think this is kind of what, what it has shaped me and is still shaping me. And I was always helping different causes. Uh, political causes. I've been politically active for over six years 
which was three years behind the scenes and three years visibly active in the city council. Uh, but I've also campaigned for Hillary Clinton in West Philadelphia in the US. And I have protested Brexit in Burning Birmingham and Cardiff. Uh, I've organize, organized a few exhibitions in 2019 when it was 100 years of voting rights for women. So I really feel this um, this urge to make the world a better place. I'm actually going, going to quit politics for now. Uh, I might come back. Uh, it's just taking me a lot of time and energy and I want to focus on my business right now. Um, but it took me a lot of, lot of courage actually to, um, yeah, to really understand that. And uh, this was also part of my journey that I really wanted to choose in this moment for myself. Other things I've done was organizing the Jewish boat during Pride in Amsterdam. Uh, I, I just loved uh, helping with my financial and fundraising experience. And actually I'm vol volunteering since I was 12 years old for my gymnastics club. Um, if you don't follow me on Instagram yet, uh, you know, um, you, you can't know, but I do actually love gymnastics. <laughs> I organized uh, competitions, demonstrations, parties, and, um, and I've also helped uh, numerous top cultural organizations in Amsterdam to um, get a younger audience. Um, I'm also... Uh, active in go governing bodies of different different um, organizations and um, which was like an, uh, which was a national dance company the famous Vondelpark and cur currently I am um, uh, working uh, volunteering uh, in the regulatory body for a national museum um, when I was young I was not the brightest student I think by the way this is completely uncomfortable talking about yourself <laughs> I just wanted to share this with you um, normally I really don't do this um, of course I always have those Oprah interview moments you know when you're kind of visualizing what your life could be um, 30 years from now and how you're looking back uh, but this is really <laughs> real and uh, yeah, highly uncomfortable maybe you, you should try it too because um, it actually helps you also um, be proud of what you've done uh, in your life uh, so this might inspire you to also start a podcast or at least write it down <laughs> um, so when I was young I was not the brightest student at all um, I did not enjoy learning without a purpose um, maybe it was because I never knew what it meant to study at a university uh, because my parents didn't uh, didn't go uh, to university or have a job in which I should actually use my brain uh, because I was a very practical child. I always loved doing things, organizing things, putting things together. Uh, so I did a college education on sports education uh, and I loved it. This is where I learned to stand in front of a group, coach people to create uh, lessons, materials and really create stuff. And during that time, people were encouraging me to continue to further my studies and get my bachelor's degree. And then I chose for my other passion, arts and culture. Um, and I decided to study cultural heritage because I thought I should do something I really like because learning is not my strong suit. <laughs> Um, and before graduating, I found my first job. I became a project manager for a huge event here in Amsterdam. It's called the Museum Night. 
And then after that, many, many jobs in arts and culture followed. I led a marketing communication network uh, work. I worked for different industry associations. And during my studies, I also started my first company. Uh, it was a company, uh, it was PR for nightlife and galleries. It was not my most successful company, but I really loved doing it. Uh, I loved just going around and telling people they should go there and there. <laughs> Um, and this was actually um, during the financial crisis. So this was, I think, 2008 or 9. I always forget. Um, I can actually look it up one day. <laughs> and um, I, uh, I, I, I came back from New York. I, I did an internship there and uh, I, I worked at this great place called Lush. It's, um, it's a soap shop. This is where I learned uh, to sell. And um, and. I, I came back uh, home to Amsterdam and then they said, no, sorry, we, we don't have any placements anymore. Um, it ends here. So that was quite sad. But actually, because of that financial crisis, my first company started, my first business uh, started. And then I founded a second company during a part-time job. And I wanted to, because I wanted to work uh, full-time, I was doing a part-time job, which I loved. And then I want to kind of fill up the, the hours this is also how I paid uh, for our wedding uh, that my husband and I had <laughs> a couple of years back. And uh, I did so much for that company. Um, uh, actually, my third company was a startup to connect freelancers and clients. But I completely underestimated how much time it costed. And early on, I quit this company. I was quite sad about it because I really believe, still believe in the concept uh, and maybe one day if I do have a lot of time and maybe also money, <laughs> uh, I could do it again. And now for over four years, I'm a full-time business owner and I have recently switched from freelance work one-on-one uh, -on -one, to now an online offer um, because I really wanted to help more people at the same time. Why um, did, I, did I make this switch? Just because I really thought my methods are actually always the same. Of course, they are improving. And a few people or a few organizations pay relatively a, a lot of money for me because I'm working with them one-on-one. -on -one. And my wait list for clients was already one and a half years full. And I wanted to help more people. Plus, I wanted to be more free in my business by having that online offer. Um, so currently I am uh, setting up a coaching business for uh, entrepreneurs. It is actually already starting and um, yeah, it's, it's going very well. And then I wanted to kind of close this introduction episode with things I like and love. I love um, Italian and Japanese food. I love to travel to Japan, Italy and also the US. I love to drink wine. Uh, I love to take long, hot baths. Uh, I love looking at beautiful art, mostly in museums and galleries. I mentioned before I love gymnastics, uh, feminism and all of the, the world we're living in right now. What a time to be alive, also for female empowerment um, and standing up for your rights. Um, I love Sex and the City. And, and just like that, not the movies. I love Absolutely Fabulous, an English series made by uh, Jennifer Saunders and John French. 
Um, I love designer clothing and I feel this is a little bit more, but I want to mention it. At this, this moment, I'm loving the row, Dries van Noten and Vivian Westwood. Um, I have eaten vegan for a long time, but my body is not reacting really well to it. So I'm kind of mixing it up now. Uh, I love high dining in restaurants. I love dance pop culture music. Um, Lady Gaga, Miley Cyrus, Madonna, J-Lo, etc. And entrepreneurs I love are Sarah Blakely. She's the founder of Spanx. Oprah Winfrey. I don't have to tell who she is. I guess Jennifer Lopez, Rihanna, Kylie Jenner and Kim Kardashian. I think they're so inspiring to me and I'm trying to uh, share... Um, Yeah, their, their business advice is also uh, on my Instagram account. I love it. Um, yeah, and so this is the end of my introduction right here. And um, yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Big Business with Sarah. Do not forget to subscribe to this podcast series. I'm very eager to hear from you how this podcast is resonating. And please help me a little bit by sharing this podcast on Instagram, tagging me with at Sarah Big Business. From March 7th on, my new online course, Big Business, is starting. And this will help you rebuild the business of your dreams. Last year, I completely switched from a freelance one-on-one -on -one business to now a six-figure business, helping freelance entrepreneurs and small business owners to reach and build, rebuild maybe even the business of their dreams. I want to help you too. Go to instagram.com slash sarahbigbusiness and find out more about the three-month course. Doors close at March 14th.